Welcome back to Sp- to Speck and Span with this your host, Cool Dan. Die. I can't, this bitch I can't die. kill the host. Can't kill the host with the mostest. That's me. Buddy. I didn't say you should die. I said the bitch <laughs> should die. Open your ears. And while you're at it, Gus, open your eyes. To hey, Christ. I didn't ask you if we had a sponsor before the podcast. Do we not have a sponsor? Dude. We always have a sponsor. You know what our sponsor is, Eddie? I, I, Gus, I couldn't even begin to guess. I have no idea who the sponsor is. I couldn't tell you. If you had a you know, gun there's... to my head, if you had a gun to my future children's head, and you said, Eddie, what was the sponsor? You know, what, back when you used to do a podcast with Gus Johnson? And I go, yeah, that's, yeah. And they say, what was the, uh, in a show in the beginning of November? Who was your sponsor? And I would say, I have no fucking clue to pull the trigger. I don't know. Our spooky sponsor today is... <laughs> IncenseZen.com, Eddie. It's IncenseZen.com. <clears throat> you want to... You, are you shitting up a storm? Do you have <laughs> raunchy gas? Are no. you smoking a sweet spliff and need to clear the room so that your future wife doesn't discover that you've been burning one when you're supposed to be taking hey Gus, care I, of your can I interrupt this child? Yeah, what's up, Eddie? You know that I have, a, I have a good portion of a new audience that might be new to this podcast, and that's how oh, you yes, chose right. to start it? Yep. That's picking right, man for go you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Continue where you were. This show is sponsored by IncenseZen.com. Do you want to pick up some spicy sticks where you can yes. burn them? And it's yes, like, I do. They're, they're dirt cheap. They're so cheap. They're virtually the price, but not quality of dirt, Eddie. You can How get many them for like not a lot of money. To ask you to buy Incense Zen, it's so cheap. It's cheap. It's like free money. It's like you open up it's your not wallet, like you that, go to the but store, it is you cheap. buy stuff, and then you get back in your car, and it's the same goddamn amount of money, basically, except now you got sticks that you can light on fire, and it clears the room full of raunchy, nauseous gas. God damn, you're bad at this. Um, Dude, you just use coupon code GUS. That's G-U-S. You get G-U-S. 15% it's off your goddamn hard order. to spell. You it's couldn't get it wrong if you tried. Well, you letters. probably could, but, but don't. Just use the coupon code GUS. <clears throat> and then you're in the clear. But yeah, huge thanks to Incense Zen for uh, sponsoring us for the very first goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to have the new sponsor of Incense Zen. Gotta love them, dude. They, they've they been the coolest company, though, because they clearly don't <laughs> oversee any of this. <laughs> we say it all. Yeah. Um, Funny so thing yeah, about huge, Incense Zen, um, they uh, killed my family. Yeah. That's how great they are. Is we do not care. We let the they bygones were, they be They were bygones. fine with me saying that, and so I forgave them for all of what they did. That's I fine. said, "Can they I talk snuffed. about this in the ad read?" And they said, "Go right, go right ahead, Eddie." And I said, "Back up. You're a little too close to my ear, but I will do the ad read." <laughs> you mean even after they snuffed out your mom and pop, just like an incense stick in the breeze? <laughs> I I really like the phrasing of that. So I got you. You put me off my game. <clears throat> I really like snuffed out your mom and pop. <laughs> These things happen to the best of us. Hey gang, it's uh it's a new week. I think we were off last week. Yeah, I Not, wouldn't say I we're wish... off, more like we were lazy. Yeah. But go ahead. I w- that's the thing that I'm so that it's it's a different dynamic. This has been a very very busy and turbulent month for you and I, Eddie. More you than of... me though. 
Okay, well, <laughs> bless your soul. I, there's been a lot of travel and stuff, and a couple very, very, very exciting projects coming down the pipeline, but um, not some really are already out. N- announce them yet. Some have been out. Yeah, check out the uh, sugar pine video. The check cow out chop the sugar behind pine. the scenes video that you appeared in today. Yeah, that's me, dog. So go check that. Honestly, though, Sugar Pine Seven. Go look at their channel. Super funny stuff. Very um, like kind of like an ironic parody of the daily vlog alternative lifestyle. Go check it out. I was in uh, an episode of theirs last week, and I was in the, the cow chop episode. Did you see? Uh, premiered. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for interrupting. Was me. Did you see <clears> the Sugar <throat> Pine upload uh, today, or maybe it was last um, night? Uh, it's called Kib's Nudes. I did watch that one. Kib was, was absolutely hilarious in that video. I mean, they're always <laughs> on their game. Like, I always think they're they're all great. But yeah, specifically yeah. that video, Kib was fucking crushing it. I had laughed oh, out loud so multiple funny. times watching that video. No, I love it. He, he's such a good character. And a kind man. Good child of God. You know what I'm saying, boy? I wouldn't. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Um, yeah, go check out that stuff, Couch Out. Oh, also, um, our buddy Dom Farah, I'm going to be up in, I did some voice acting work. I'll be in the episode three of his Back to School series, uh, which is a fun little animation series that he does on his channel. Go check out Dom Farah's channel, his new animated series, Back to School. At least I hope and think it's called that because I didn't it look it up ahead of time. Gus. And guys, Thank actually, God. interesting fact about Dom's thing is I'm, I'm not, I'm not in it, uh, I didn't go to LA with Gus, so the thing is, I, I would like to, I would like to be, but I'm not. So, if you were thinking, hey, Gus is in all this stuff, where's where's Eddie? You both are friends with Dom. Well, I I wasn't there, and I didn't, I wasn't in it. So, but but the good the good part of that the, the good yeah, news, what's though, the, is tell me the good part because I need to hear it. <laughs> the good part that of that is is though it's um. <laughs> Welcome back to, what's up? (laughs) What what, what was that? There's no good part. I don't know. (laughs) Dom is a good pal of ours. He's a good boy. Play us out. Don't actually do that. Play me off, Johnny. Um, (laughs) Hey, um, um, so yeah, but we've got some very, um, I'm kind of I'm I'm bleary. I had a, I had a couple adult beverages last night, and I am I am recouping my sanity. I had some as well, but not nearly as much as you did. Um, I think you mean it, not nearly as often as I did. <laughs> Let's just watch the grammar for the fans. Come on, man. Wait, as often? What? No, but you, you, didn't amount, ha- you didn't have as as often drinks as I did. But it's fine. I just hold on. Try to keep it up. Hold on. Let's to, talk to about this for a minute. Standard. Yep. What's up? Are you telling me that when I said the amount? By saying yes. as much, you're telling yep. me that it's as often. So if if I had a bunch of water bottles, then you would say mm-hmm. I have more often water bottles than you? Is that how you use that phrasing as well? I used it in a different context, but I just want to get inside your head a little bit here. <laughs> no, I, I have more often water bottles. That's just foolish. That's not accurate. It would be in that what situation, would be I have oftener water bottles than you. Oh no, Gus! Can I talk about my channel for a second? I feel like it needs to be acknowledged. What happened? I feel this like week. it needs to be uh, celebrated. So please if do. You, listen, guys, this week has. I'm so happy. Oh my <laughs> god, things have been so great. Oh oh wow! If you haven't been paying attention, well, if you're new and you're coming from my channel, 
then you have been paying attention because you were a part of the good thing. Um, but if you missed out on my channel for the last week, uh, I've not not doubled. What's the amount that my subs have gone up in the last week? Percentage wise, I think in the last like few days, it's you more went than a third, almost forty percent. Which like, <clears throat> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> um, because I've been on YouTube for a long time, and this last year is really when I kicked it into gear with doing YouTube on my own. And up until the last six months, things were kind of they were like. I still I was never dropping in the the audience that I had, but it wasn't really growing. And then this last six months, it was steadily growing. And then this weekend, wh- oh my god, the video just passed a hundred thousand views. God a, damn, that's great! A commentary video with a hundred thousand views. I hate to brag about myself, but I'm just so excited. It's working out. Things are going great. I'm happy. Thanks to you guys. You're the goddamn best. You're sorry. You're the GD fucking best. <laughs> just, wanted, just wanted to censor myself. <clears throat> No, I appreciate that. I've got to scrub it clean for the people, though. But that is clearly awesome. That's so fucking exciting. It's still going. It's still going. I'm at 23k. I'm at 23k. <laughs> and just to just to stress, guys, uh, Gus and I had a phone call the day before. I uploaded on Halloween this commentary video. By the way, there's a new one coming out this Wednesday or Thursday. Oh um, yeah. And Gus and I were talking on the phone. And I, I do want to talk about the Cabin Boys a little bit because we're planning it now. But I'll talk about mm-hmm. that after. I said to Gus that by Christmas, I would be so happy if I hit 20K. And then I said, if I hit 25K, I would be off the wall. Just, you know, like the Michael Jackson album. Just completely thrilled overjoyed. like the Michael just Jackson thrilled, album. Just thrilled just like Michael Jackson was when his heart stopped. Um, so (laughs) that was, uh, that was bad. We've almost hit that goal. What was bad? Him dying or my joke? The joke, but I just kind of want to throw in one more. It was kind of fucked. It was kind of fucked up. Um, but I'm not going to back down. I'll tell you that, but I'm almost hitting the goal that I didn't think I would. I didn't think I'd reach. I believe in myself, but I wasn't sure I'd reach 20 K and now it's almost 25 K. And we haven't even gotten through the first week of November yet. You know what? I call that a pre-Christmas miracle. Wow. More like instead of like less Christmas, it would be more like Movember, like Morevember is what I would as what I would title it. Speaking of Christmas, um, I have a few things to say about Christmas. One, please do. I'm sorry. If you guys believe this, I, I doubt you do, Gus, because we're close. We have a lot of similar attitudes on a lot of things. Obviously, not everything. Future shooter. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but the day after Halloween is not the start of Christmas season, you fucking maniacs. It's the day <laughs> after Thanksgiving. A couple, about five or six years ago, it was clear that. The malls and companies like Sears and uh, Walmart decided, you know what, we can make a lot more koosh if we start doing Christmas earlier. I remember this because I made a vine of it where my m- local mall started up put, started putting Christmas decorations up a couple of days after Halloween. It only took like four years, and now I see on Twitter people are like, oh, it's November 1st, let's play some Christmas music. What are you... 
Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet. Are you insane? That's bullshit. It's crazy. It's crazy to me that people would do that. The other thing probably, about Christmas was, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry. Share well, your opinion. I was just going to say, it's talk. probably the biggest issue facing our country right now, too. But that is my two cents worth. Have you? I'm not going to talk about it. Um, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll talk about this after the podcast. Uh, All right, good meme. But another thing about Christmas was, do you you watch SNL quite a bit, right? Yeah, I catch them on. I mostly catch the little scrap clips on YouTube the week Did, after. I was showing uh, a couple of clips to my buddy Eric, who doesn't watch that much of SNL, and I showed him the uh, the Ryan Gosling Santa sketch, the digital short from last year. I think it was last year. Yeah. It might have been two years ago. Have you ever seen that sketch? Um, I don't remember. It's offhand. so it's so fucking funny. Anyone who's watching this, I guarantee you, you will laugh. Just kidding. You might have a different sense of humor than me. But it's just a hilarious sketch with Gosling about um, him and Vanessa Bayer believing that Santa is real and kind of being psychopaths, and it's just the fucking best. Who are the best three people on that show right now? Best three people, obviously Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon's absolute best right now, totally. Um, I really have been loving Mikey Day. I can't say three, but like I think Kyle Mooney and Beck are great. I think they did great things with SNL once they got there. I think mm-hmm. the new guys, Mikey Day and the other guy who plays Eric Trump when he's Donald Jr., are fantastic. That's um, very fair. I would vote in I for... I love Keenan. Um, I wish they'd push more Kyle Mooney, like, weird characters, too, because he does those weird guys so well. I think Kyle is more focused on digital stuff. Yeah. Um, I think Beck is, too, but Beck kind of gets out there more. I don't know. Obviously, there's a lot of politics that go into SNL, you know, not mm, oh, actual true, politics yeah. that they do stuff on, but... I don't really like the writers right now. I think there's a lot of sketches that really waste the potential of the cast, and sometimes it's happening again. It didn't happen for the past two years that much, but when this cast had kind of started, there's some sketches where I'll be watching, and it's like, what was the joke here? Like, what were you guys thinking? Oh, well, I just remember, too, like, because I was over at your place a couple weeks ago, and we watched the, hey, was it, uh... The Kumail Nanjiani, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, the Kumail Kumail Nanjiani. Kumail's episode was not that good. I love Kumail. It was but. well, Kumail was hilarious, and his um his monologue was excellent. But that was oh, yeah. one of the worst episodes of SNL I've ever seen. Across the board, shit sketch after shit. sketch. I don't sketch. remember any of the sketches, but that kind of happened yesterday, where I love Larry David, but uh, a couple of or a lot of the sketches fell flat. Also, oh, did yeah. you see the controversy over... Uh, yeah, what do you make a joke about, like, um, scoping out babes at concentration camps or something? Yeah, like here's the thing, guys, and I'm sorry if you guys can totally disagree with me on this, but I thought yeah. the jokes... If you actually watch the monologue, like, if people heard reports on it, then don't disagree with me because you didn't actually see it. And the thing when you report on comedy is if you report it out of context or just even even if you just type the exact joke down without actually hearing the way they say it it doesn't you don't get the real report of it you know oh totally yeah i thought it was completely fine he set up the whole like kind of jew thing and i'm saying that because you didn't actually see it but he was talking about uh certain things with the like harvey weinstein and and, like uh the fact that a lot of them were jews and he's a jew Mm -hmm. so he was talking about it and it was in context he was building off that stuff and like i thought it was fine i laughed at it the thing is like if I'm not, you know, I'm pretty moderate dude, which means I don't, you know, have these like super strong beliefs about certain certain things that a lot of people do. So I'm I'm glad I don't have to get into huge arguments online with people for it. 
But mm-hmm. I am in the sen- sense of like, if if a very long period of time goes by, like kind of like World War Two, it's been a pretty long time. And that you just can't... released like a week ago, dude. What? World War Two. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> it came out two days ago. <laughs> oh, well, but I don't know the dates. I'm of the belief of like, if we're gonna, when do, when is it okay to joke about these things? Because you have to be able to joke about stuff. Yeah, at a certain I point, I do believe. I do believe in the sentiment that there is absolutely no topic that is off limits to be joked about. Ever. Oh yeah, for you sure. You can find humor in every single thing, but it, yeah. but it totally depends. Clearly, the more treacherous waters you get into with like certain subjects, there's a narrower field of how you can deliver the jokes and what you can say and stuff too. But like everything can be joked about. Yeah. Do you ever notice that a lot of people that try to and people from both sides of the political spectrum police comedy in different ways you know um yeah 100 percent. so it's not like you know even though people want to say like oh it's a conservative thing or it's a liberal thing it's not it's certain types of people i've found that the people that police comedy the most aren't funny at all oh that's just it's yeah it's terrible like i don't know i and i I recently got into an argument about this with a friend, and you know, it, like I won't talk names or anything because we're name still names. excellent, out. <laughs> excellent, excellent terms. I'd name names, but I don't know their middle name. Is their name Eccellent? <laughs> Fucking figure out your words, asshole. Eccellent? What the hell's that? It sounded like you said Eccellent for a second by accident instead of excellent, and oh. then corrected yourself. <laughs> oh my bad. But I had an argument, and and um, we were kind of talking about dissecting what was funny and what wasn't funny, like in stand up and stuff, and like what okay. shouldn't be joked about. And I mean, it it really just boils down to what I already said. Like my statement is like anything can be funny. Like you may not find them funny, but like anything can be joked about and should be joked about. Honestly, yeah, like, I have you can't kind pick of a and choose. Breath of fresh air when I can laugh <laughs> at something that I didn't know I could laugh at. Oh, it's so like yeah, Chappelle really made nice. me laugh about the Cosby thing, and I was just like, "Whoa! I didn't know that I could do that right now." Oh, you know? Yeah. Well, oh, you, 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 you can hear that rush of water that. next to the pipes next to me. But yeah, we did. I want to get off this though because it's getting real. You know, uh, I don't want to stir up some controversy. We're all about memes. We're all about fun here, Gus. Keep playing. Play some I piano. Do. No, say your opinion opinion first. Oh fuck! I'm trying every time. I want to try to play the Magic School Bus theme song, but I don't look it up ahead of time. What? You know what? Never mind. Fuck. Okay, I gave up. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, but I did have one more spicy question that was related to some controversial stuff, and I, Let's I hear don't it. mean I'm fine to with that. open up I, a big door or anything. But I've been against really quick. Thought. I want to say that it's my mistake. Of seems like everyone's cool with whatever we want to talk about on here. Obviously, yeah. I'm. St- we're still gonna have our own opinions about what we should and shouldn't talk about here. But yeah, I just mm-hmm. that was just because. I'll, I'm fine with talking about this topic still. I don't want people to be like, Eddie, why'd you cut it off? Or as you would say, Eddie, why'd you cut it off? <laughs> All right, what did you have to say? So I had this thought today, and I was genuinely wondering. Um, So after, like, in terms of, like, the Kevin Spacey stuff and the Dustin Hoffman, these sexual assault allegations and stuff, yeah, I genuinely wonder if after stuff like this comes out, like, that's career damning. Well, especially for Kevin Spacey stuff. Um, yeah. Like, that's career damning. Do you think that after, like, a big actor or something like that gets hit with a barrage of stuff, that the amount of job offers that they're given actually goes up? No, I think it goes down. I think that the quality ones go 
away entirely. But all of the shit, shit low ones where people are like, dude, fucking Kevin Spacey like diddles people. He's not going to be able to work at all. He can be in like Zombievers 2, you know? <laughs> Do you think that like those kind of things pile in? Because it's just like, dude, Spacey's Maybe. cheap right now. I thought you meant like legitimate offers. But are you talking oh, no. about like, like indie sh- stuff? Just, just shit stuff. Just little small stuff. Yeah, where things, things that that a big name of a star or the controversy of having somebody with all these like t- horrible things that that they allegedly did like goes in like do you think that that becomes a spicier item to grab up i mean are you just saying that it lowers the price of the actor cuz then yeah yeah but i don't know even i i'm not sure because i don't think a lot of people it's not like some tv shows or something where it's like for movies people obviously want a bigger audience but I think a lot of people see it as a catalog of their career. So when oh, you're making true, your, yeah. your dream project, you don't want Kevin Spacey on set. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a very fair point. But I'm sure, I honestly, though, like I, I've no idea what the numbers are, but I'm sure that there are, there are some amount of, uh, or there is some amount of, like, offers that just rush in, especially from these little My question little is, do they keep their projects? agents afterwards? Like, oh, do you think do you think Spacey's agent was just like, ah, I'm gone, man. I'm sorry. I can't do I this. I think I don't know. I don't know how sleazy people are in Hollywood them... yet. We're still we're still uh bright-eyed uh young people that can come in and have it taken away from us. Yeah, but we won't diddle anybody too, so that'll probably help our careers I'm, a lot. I'm too. actually excited about everything coming out because you oh. and I wanted to work <laughs> work into uh, what's up. I thought you were gonna because I just said we're not diddling, and you. I thought you were gonna say oh, like, excited to I'm do actually it. Considering I'm really excited. Diddling, like <laughs> no, I'm excited about everything coming out because as you and I are, it's pretty clear to everyone that we want to work in Hollywood when we're older. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'll never mm-hmm. forget about YouTube. Peace and love. Um, but. Uh, I would like I'm glad we're going into more of a Hollywood atmosphere where these people are being outed because I don't know how I would be able to handle making movies and then hearing this person I respect is just like nobody talks about it, but it's just a monster. Yeah, no, undoubtedly. And it's like I think you and I to speak if to speak with the sense that maybe someday we'd be working in some facet of the industry. Um I think too that it's a unique position to have come up and really built our name, like built up really slowly, kind of from like nothing. Um, where where the initial stages of our entertainment career are, like on YouTube, where it's such an unmonitored and independent voice and stuff. Where we're right now, we're like, yeah, fuck these guys, I've never work with this, blah 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 blah. I would hate to even be tossed into like. Maybe if, like, we were acting or writing down the road and then it was like, oh, yeah, you're working with this guy. He did some shit. Nobody knows. You know, don't tell it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to have to have that It's a horrible position to be in. And uh, the same thing happens. And, we'll, again, we'll get, get off this soon. But um, I, it's a horrible position and I totally understand, you know, everyone kind of involved with it, including, like, the victims where people go, like, well, why didn't anyone say anything? It's like, well, let's say your entire dream, your your whole life was to work in movies. Then, you know, the studio lets you make your dream film and you're making it and you have really nothing to do with a person that also pays into the movie and you hear that mm-hmm. they do that stuff. The question is for people who are around them and for people who are victims as well is, is this worth destroying my life over? And when you think realistically, not just, you know, regular ethically I like it, or, or morally, it makes sense why these things, you know, went on for so long. 
Yeah, and like, and clearly, what you're saying, you know, it doesn't justify people staying silent. It just is like that. It kind of when, when I'm saying mentality. staying silent, I'm talking about victims, really, with that type of stuff. I'm not trying to justify really like people on the side. Oh yeah, and even if you're not a victim, if you're somebody that's working, like maybe you're working on a movie Weinstein produces or something, and then you hear through the grape grapevine, like, oh yeah, this guy is a piece of shit, and, like assaults a lot of people and stuff. Like, there's even even if you do the fully right thing, like report it, still. Not only do you have to worry about, oh, is because, like, after I say this, like, I'm kind of fucking up a ton of career opportunities for me. But who even, who would necessarily believe me, too, is the thing, too, yeah, you know? that's Because it's not too. like you don't have any evidence. You don't have, like, if it didn't happen to you, especially, like, you don't have any evidence and stuff, too. So then it's just, like, it's a huge risk for these people, and I totally understand it. And, like, in a perfect world, anybody that heard shit like this would, like, bring it up to the forefront. But mm. I understand that it's a difficult dynamic. I don't know. I just hope that to make it personal about me when it's not about me, I hope that I'm never in a position where st- I am I am aware of shitty people doing shitty things around me and I have to, like, try to figure out, okay, well, how do I, like, tell people about this legitimately? You know? Yeah, yeah. And also, again, other... to, to end this really quick, the, the people saying that it's just in Hollywood – Come on. That's it. Just like, of course yeah. it's not. Only in fucking Hollywood. All right. Let's get out of this. Let's go into our questions. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. Play you want it? Oh, questions. That's from oh. the American TV show, The Office. Gus, uh, I have a, uh, a question right here. It's um, if if you don't get into questions, will you kill yourself? That's it. That's it. <laughs> Sue, a side Seinfeld. Sue, uh, uh, a side Seinfeld. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, that was the most popular question. That was the most popular bit from last week. Yeah, or two weeks I know because I put my fucking gold fingers on it. Some some say it might even be better than Minecraft. That's what I like. Somebody says it said it, it mightest be better because I said the gold fingers thing, Gus. You get it? Yeah. Sorry, I'm so sorry. All right, let me look up a the real question. NBC. Oh, Olivia asked right. us. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh wait, no, you do the Olivia one. Olivia asked us, "Why are men so unreliable?" Ha ha! Great creative question. Hey, Next. don't make fun of Olivia, man. She was we. This is Olivia. We know. Oh, I know Olivia. I was just I was just making a little meme on her. Oh yeah, you were. Well, yeah, guess what? I'll make fun of her a. too. That <laughs> get the fuck out of here with that question. Zing zing. Wait, you gotta say her. Her Twitter handle. I don't, we don't have to say Olivia's Twitter handle. She's not like a legitimate <laughs> audience member. Guess what, Olivia? You don't get a plug. That's why yeah, I'm you don't unreliable. even watch this. I didn't even answer your question. How's that for unreliable? <laughs> I got one for you, boy. If you don't say it, I'll die. Okay, Ramsey Hashem. At Ramsey. I believe it's at Randy or Ramsey Hashem. He just asks me. He says... Gus and Eddie, when you make a video, how much research do you do beforehand to see if something similar has already been done? <clears throat> oh, that's we can probably give separate answers. I'd say definitely give the meme stuff to you, even though we both do it. But I'll yes. answer it in a commentary way. So let's hear your meme one first. So I am at the point where I look up every single video I make beforehand. I Google it. I go to YouTube. I search for like similar ideas because, I mean, I've talked about in a previous um, podcast how there were two times where I inadvertently had kind of 
like used somebody else's an idea that they'd already made. I had not seen either of the original content beforehand, but I'm like, but people were starting to call me out just on those individual individual videos. Like, no, this person already did that, and I was like, ah, fuck. So now I'm at the point where I just look up absolutely everything. I do the same thing with <clears> meme <throat> stuff. Where because the thing is, if you're just sitting for for when we do short videos, uh, I'm sure people assume the correct way is how we think of ideas where it's just like throughout the day, if you think of something, you write it down. And sometimes there are those ideas where you believe that they're like really good ones. And then you think every, like pretty much every time right now, Gus, cause we have an audience that can call us out on it where you're like, is this my idea? Cause this seems really good. And I'm, I don't want to subconsciously yeah. be taking this from somebody. Yeah. And I'm even more like in tune with it too, because a lot of the videos, like a lot of the little meme ones I do, the short sketches, most of them are based in something that's relatable, so mm-hmm. that makes it even more likely that somebody else came up with the idea. Like shampoo shoes. Nobody's yeah. going mean, to get that reference because that, that video doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Gone um, forever. Well, also for the commentary stuff, I'm going to take over right here. I'm going to take the wheel, Gus. Do it. Call me Jesus because that one song that I never liked listening to. Um, oh, no. Uh, so for commentary stuff, what I do is because I watch a lot of commentary content as well as being someone who is in the community and makes it where yeah. if something's being done to death, like Jake Paul or Lele Pons, which Lele Pons the most, was the most recent video I was talking about before, I will not make a video about it. Um, one, if I've seen a lot of content, I did not watch a lot of the commentary content on Jake Paul beforehand, but I'll get a taste for Like, obviously, I watched the H3H3 one, and then I would mm-hmm. think... And this is the way I do things because I think there's a lot of copying in the commentary community, especially between close friends in the commentary community. They kind of all do the same thing. I won't make a video unless I have a clear, separate angle that other people do not have. If I had my own take on it, and then I will look up if I think I have something that nobody's covered in commentary, I do look it up, and if someone's done it, I don't do it. That's a good idea. I, I think that's a good process. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of people in the commentary community that are just like, oh, this is trending, and if I react to it, then it's basically mine, which it is because your reactions are your intellectual property. But if everyone's reacting to the same video and that one same video alone, then a lot of them are going to seem alike, and I don't want my commentary videos to be like other people's. You know, Obviously, it's a genre that is similar, but I don't want my videos to be exactly the same as other people. Yeah, that's a good idea. Thanks. That's a good meme. Let me look uh, here. <clears throat> By the way, uh, wait, really quick. Can I interrupt the questions to talk about the cabin boys for a second? Because I'm really excited about it. No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, if nobody saw, or some people went back. Actually, a good amount of people went back and watched the old cabin voice video on my channel from March of uh, 2017, and uh, which is this March. I don't know why the fuck I didn't just say that. Uh huh. And it was me and a couple of friends went to a cabin and basically made a com- uh, comedy vlog while we were there before Sugar Pine 7 went to their cabin. It was when that video came out, actually, that they went to the cabin. I was like, wow, that's really similar to what we did. Obviously, they've never seen my stuff before. It had like a thousand views. But um, we're doing that this Christmas with your good old boy Gus. Coupon code Gus. <laughs> um, and we're doing a Christmas special there. And it's going to be like a big Christmas special comedy vlog type thing. I'm thinking it'll be near almost like maybe 20 minutes, Gus. Does that sound right to you? Does that sound like a good amount of content that we'd make there? Whatever you're comfortable in editing, yes. Okay, okay. Um, but 
I'm just really excited about it. So hopefully you guys will get excited as well. Back to the questions. That's a good one. Jack Sandstrom asks at jsandy1999. Oh, wait, we didn't think we didn't thank Ramsey for asking. Is that was that his thank name? Thank you, thank you, some but something Ramsey. I didn't read it last time. You got you got uh, E man's name wrong. You said like Emin or something. You fucking ass. <laughs> so um, I'll I'm just bad. trust that it's Ramsey. And if Gus gets it wrong, put it on him. All right, what's the next question? So Jack Sandstrom asks, "What's your least favorite thing about your co-host?" I would have to say oh, probably Jesus. his knees. What the fuck did you just say to me? Take it the back. Knees. Not Take a big back. fan of the knees, dude. Gus, I like I know you're doing a bit, but Gus, like you got you got to take it back. Come on. I it's just it's a, it's it's a little overbearing and I think dude, this is the platform the where I'm I'm not joking, honestly. Stop I kind of like Gus. to use this opportunity in front of everybody. I think we what can you, all say that. Why would you do that it's so just publicly? Too much. I don't You were here to make it's, the knees video. Why would you I say? I showed up under the assumption that I was going to hang out, drink some beer, and have some deep dish pizza the first time in my life. And you're you did all that, and then we thing. made the we made the knees video, and like it was just a bit when you said in the video that you didn't like the knees. No, I. Was why are you? Why are you doing this now? I show up and you just stick a fucking camera in my face. We did all those things. I, we did it. It was on it was a like tripod. What are you hours. talking about, dude? That was all handheld. Your brother Gus, was holding take him. Take it back. He told me, or I'm going to kill myself. My knees are great, Gus. Fuck, fuck, fuck you. My knees are. Okay. Uh, I was actually that fake was crying, but nobody can see the tears, but I needed it for my voice. Wow, more like fake lying. I think it's bullshit. You can't cry. I'll send you a picture right now, but I can't <laughs> promise that my dick won't be in it. That's a very um, fair assumption. Uh, my least favorite thing about Gus is uh, that he's uh, maybe a little bit of a, a hard worker. Uh, what what do people say in, in interviews when they're saying their weaknesses? I think I care too much. He cares too much. Um, he's one. He's one. Just like he just look at him. That's all I have to say. Ugh, you know what I'm saying? One just gross son of a bitch. You know what I'm saying, guys? You get it. Are you bought. Are you just body shaming me now, or like what's? what's what <laughs> Why do you keep going to body shaming? That was all <laughs> the Canada vlog. Um. <laughs> Thanks, thanks for the question, Jack. A good meme, boys. Um, you got one, or should I do one? Uh, I had one. I don't know where it is because I'm trying to scroll through. We get a lot more questions now than we did before. Thank you, everybody. Yeah, bless um, you. Go follow us on Twitter at Gus Buckets and at Eddie Burback. Oh, it for was more questions. Robert Hurst. Thanks for the I question. I just see that one. Robert. Yeah, ask it. He asked. Well, he asked multiple ones, so I don't know. Um. He said, how are your knees need an update? Was that the question? No, I'm looking at another one, but that's a funny question. I, have an, I saw another one that I want to answer from Robert, so we'll get knock these ones out really quick. My knees, the hair is growing back on my knees. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Gus and I filmed a video called Knees, the American Dream for my channel, Eddie Burback. Uh, it's my name. You can't even mess it up. Or you can. If you put an IE, let me remind you again, when my name is spelled with an IE and entered on the internet, I lose a day off my life every time it happens. You guys have been doing it as a meme, but I've, I mean, my my 70s are gone. So it's like, ha-ha, but what the fuck? Um, but yeah, my hair, I shaved my knees for the video. And I, why did I do it? Like, doing the electric razor would have been enough. I didn't have to put 
shaving cream <laughs> and do it with a straight razor as well. But I did that. Yeah. It's starting to look more normal, but my treadmill also broke pretty recently. So I've been having to run. I run every day. Uh, humble br- no, that's a dynamic banter bit, but I'm still going to do it. Humble brag. Um, <laughs> so uh, I've been running outside in public in the daylight in running shorts with my knees bald. So... <laughs> I'm hoping it grows back soon. It's growing back, kind of, but it still looks fucking weird. Um, what was the other question by Robert? <laughs> um, Robert Hurst asks, I've noticed you mentioned Green Day a few times. I love them, too. What's your favorite song slash album of theirs? Why was that funny? Why were you laughing at that? Well, I was laughing at your jarring transition from your sad, balding knees. Oh, story no, before, to, oh, what before that, though, you laughed at the question. Oh, I can't what remember. What the fuck, Gus? Just really, I'm tickled pink thinking about Green Day. I don't listen to them much anymore, but the first time I ever listened to music, you know, there's that time in the ki- as when you're a kid that you start listening to music. I think I've told you this before, but uh, I, you know, didn't have full access to that much music when I was younger. And then my sister got um, an iPod Nano, and she gave me her MP3 player, and it had a ton of Green Day on it. So I just pop in those headphones God, that was a loud pop. I just saw the feedback on it. Um, and uh, sorry if I scared anyone. Uh, and then I would just ride my bike f- by myself for a while and exercise because I had started gaining weight at that time too, and I wanted to keep that down. That's it. That's, that's all good, I got. That's good. What's your Green Day opinion? Well, I, I've been a long-time big fan of Green Day stuff, so I'm actually entitled to do this, and I don't need you to um, musically appropriate me by trying to give your answer with a half-assed passion for Green Day, so I'll take the reins from How here. How is that a half-assed passion that they were the first music I ever listened to? So anyway, disregarding your statement. Jesus, um, <laughs> oh my God. I think that... Here's what I, here's what I hate, too. I'm not going to say what the best, quote-unquote, the best things are because then people are just going to go and go that's not the best the best one is this album because it was so monumental in their career i've already voiced my opinion about this voice i'm not (laughs) that's my that's my people who don't agree with me voice yeah honestly jesus christ isn't it isn't it a very mature approach to yeah it's a great way that in your head every time somebody disagrees with you they're a crying child Okay, but anyway, my uh, my favorite Green Day album is uh, 21st Century Breakdown. I believe that was released in 2009. That had hits such as Know Your Enemy, uh, 21 Guns, and um, 21st Century Breakdown, which was the titular song. Um, I really I love the album so much. I think that probably peak Green Day is probably the American Idiot album. Hey, guys, small error. Uh, no time has passed. You know, maybe a minute, not even. So we'll get back to that conversation. What were you saying, Gus? Yeah, no worries. We just um we we cut out there. But I was just wrapping up my Green Day talk. I don't remember what all I had said beforehand, but I to just reiterate, I was very happy that after that immense smash hit of American Idiot, they waited like five years and then twenty first century breakdown came out, and it was so clear how much care and passion went into every fucking detail of those songs. I One of my favorite songs of all time is 21st Century Breakdown. I think it's an excellent ballad. And uh, that's my answer. So, bada bing, bada boom, Green Day. Thanks for that question. Also, last, last <clears throat> one that I'll quickly cover from Robert. He asked a lot of good questions, and I want to cover it. He asked why I love Home Alone so much. Here's why I love Home Alone <laughs> so much. I'm not, this is not, like, it's, one, it, yeah, you can make a lot of jokes about it, and it can be a meme. But I'm not. 
saying that I love it as a meme, even though it is kind of one. Yeah. I love Home Alone because, one, I watched it as a kid. Two, it the John Williams Christmas music in that will put you in a Christmas mood in the a hot summer day. That's how fucking good it is. Also, every detail of the first Home Alone of the house is to look like Christmas, which really doesn't make sense year-round that you'd have, you know, red carpet and green wallpaper or vice versa for your mm-hmm. house normally. But everything about that movie is placed to look like both movies. Looks like Christmas. It has their own unique moments. Sometimes it's bad, so you can make fun of it, but it's also good at, at times as well. So And Macaulay Culkin just fucking crushed it. So I loved it every Christmas. Uh, to get some pizza for Home Alone 2 because he orders a pizza in the limo and I, it makes me want pizza every time. I just get drunk and watch Home Alone. It's a good time. I love it. Do you fully immerse yourself in the experience and only watch it when you two are, in fact, Home Alone? Uh, no. But but you, that's fine. thought you were a fan. But Fuck fine. you. Go. Give me a new question. We got to get away from Robert. I'm <clears throat> sorry, Robert, but you hogged too much time. Wow. Here's a really... Good question that reminds me of a fucking sad occurrence. So, Josh at YoGU asks, The Eddie Zerback, which is a good joke. Thank you, Josh. That was a good meme. Um, and then he says, Do you guys like It's Always Sunny? If so, what's yo favorite episodes slash characters and why? And I'm sad because they're taking Sunny off Netflix. Yeah, I know. I, I messaged Gus today. I, you had known as well before, but, like, I'm so sad about it i have a hulu account but hulu has ads and netflix is just so great for sunny sunny is argue i think we've talked about this before on the podcast where i have favorite shows but i've never watched a show more than i've watched it's always sunny in philadelphia i love it so much and the idea of watching it with ads now makes me sad um i love it watching on netflix i started watching it i think when they were on season six um, and I've been w- continuously watching it ever since I've seen shoot through the show probably like nine or ten times, and that's a low estimate. Damn. Because um, I just throw it on all the time with my brother, and we've just watched it for years. Um, but uh, my favorite episode is Reynolds vs. Reynolds, The Serial Defense. I think it's <laughs> I think writing-wise and character arc-wise of that show, that episode is just the perfect perfect culmination of everybody in it. Like that is Dennis, a very fair Dennis has yes. appropriate outbursts where they don't treat him like an absolute psychopath. Which I think they've been going a little overboard lately. Um, they also did this in uh, uh, the gang misses the boat. They did that was like I think almost the finale of the show because that's when they acknowledged everything about their characters. Mac is yes. in full on like creationist mode, which was uh, really funny. Uh, you know, like Frank is just. I mean, they all had just their own. Like they were all a, a good example of like the I, I've I I'm fucked up in my words and that's I'm gonna leave it there. It's a great episode. My brain. I like broke. it too. I think it's a fantastic just like cross section of the show too. Uh-huh. Um, if I'm showing somebody the show for the first time ever, that would be an excellent episode to that's show. That's I show people. I've gotten uh, maybe six or seven people into the show by showing them that episode. That's a very good one. But the episode I always use when I show them for the very first one, I show them the Dennis system. Dennis system is great, too. Yeah, because it's like, and I wanted something that was very bar heavy when I'm showing it to people. And that's like just the gang just like fucking around Which, trying to argue with their broken logic in the bar. Both of our favorite episodes have to do with <clears throat> visual cues inside the bar. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's actually, that's not my favorite episode, bitch. I oh, just said I showed so, it to people. Sorry, Jesus You're goddamn Christ. Bitch. You don't think <laughs> Mac and Dennis buy a timeshare is one of the best episodes? Because I do. Uh, it's okay. Are you my fucking ep- crazy? It's it's fine, dude. That that's episode's hilarious. It's a good one. I, my favorite episode, though, is Mac and Dennis move to the suburbs. That's just it's so It's a great episode, yeah. I love it. Be- and, well, who's your favorite character on the show? I don't have a favorite character because I love them all. That's I do a, love them all too. I don't. I don't my, pick one. My clear cut answer is Dennis. I love Dennis. First I of all, I th- I think have, he's sorry. one of the most talented actors. Period. Working today, mm. legitimately. My thing was, uh, I absolutely and I still do love Dennis. My first couple watch throughs, I've appreciated Mac more and more as time has gone on, and I rewatch old episodes, especially the more like seasons seven through. 11 there's so much small mac stuff that he does that rob does during takes that you don't notice until you watch it a couple times that are absolutely hilarious but one of my favorite characters of the show is like a subsection of one of the characters is when charlie is more of the straight man and he's reacting negatively to other people like when max meeting his dad every time the way charlie acts is (laughs) so fucking hilarious I actually like, like Charlie the, more the when he's Christmas not special. when he is more of a straight man. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really interesting to see. Yeah, and that that almost makes his his crazy man even funnier because it's like, dude, you're this weird fucking guy, but this is the thing that you're like, whoa, dude, like Mac, yeah. this is weird. Yeah. Like when when in the Christmas special when Mac is like describing how his dad used to like steal gifts from. Oh other yeah, houses and they watch and the like, video <laughs> and he's like, what what was that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's a South Philly I tradition. But yeah, just, so we my, love Sonny. Oh wait, sorry, go ahead. I didn't want to cut love you off. Sonny. I've have a number of people that I know IRL in my life where um they're just kind of idiots about it cuz like Did you say IRL they, in my life? Yeah. Sorry, IRL IML. Just saving time. Jesus. So, we don't have Christ. a lot of time on the podcast. Just got to fly through is the biggest thing, so. Um, I know a number of people that are like, I hate Dennis. What a terrible character. What? And I was like, why Why would you hate Dennis? He's just such a scumbag. Yeah, like, they're all well, scumbags. Yeah, they're all pieces like, of shit. Yeah, and it's like, well, Dennis, you, why would you hate him? Like, you can just say that, like, he's, they're like, he, he's the worst part of the show. It's like, he needs to exist for the show. Like, he's like the most, I would say he's the most pivotal character in the show. He drives most oh, yeah. of what's going on. Without it's a just doubt. like he's a good – you can dislike him as a person. Like clearly if that was a real person, yeah, you'd hate that person. You'd but hate all of them though. brilliant performance of such a brilliant character. It's I the love same thing with so Seinfeld much. is all the characters are bad people. Yeah. And you and I might disagree on this area too, but I actually really embraced and welcomed and was excited to see the manic downturn of, of Dennis's character. Where I liked just, it, it when it was happening, but I think now that they've done it, they have nowhere to go. That's well, the thing. I found curious. it absolutely I'm, hilarious. I'm curious to see where, how they're going to do it. Because I'm very happy that um, at the end of this last season, Dennis was like, I, I don't know if I'll be able to come back. And it's just like, fuck the show if he can't come back. Like, I love everybody, but uh-huh. like, Dennis is well, my favorite character. If any of them pivotal. left, it wouldn't work. Except they all. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but uh, they, um, I don't know. It's just the thing is, I, like I said, I'm. I would honestly peg myself as one of the biggest Sunny fans there is because of the amount of times I've seen the show. I've been really disappointed with the last couple seasons. They've had good episodes, but 
like seasons six to ten were gold almost every single episode. Oh, and then to watch it agreed. week to week from season 11 had good ones and then 12 they all have good episodes but there's some where I'm like what this doesn't even feel like sunny the way these characters are acting and like oh yeah I don't know it seems like it's lost the feel because it got really popular and I'm not saying that as like Ooh, it was there first but some things um some shows go through iterations where they get a big following and then they their content changes because of how successful it is it's so weird too because it's like it's been so gradually nothing but up like in terms of growth and popularity with yeah. that show over like what like 12 seasons now it's yeah. like every single season it's bigger than the last exactly which is so it's so cool to see um but yeah i agree in the last few seasons i feel like episodes were either really good or pretty bad yeah I, dude i hated I the finale to season 11 which is the cruise one ones again? the cruise ones oh, had yeah, funny moments like but i thought it was like where dennis actually pretty much assaults that girl in a hallway and it's like yeah. we we laugh at this when it's you know not in the context of it actually happening i know he didn't mean it but it seemed like that and it was like yeah this wasn't it wasn't like the boat thing where they're talking about hypothetically that type of shit which is one of the funniest jokes is the implication joke which everybody knows oh yeah uh-huh. It was actually they were using the implication joke in practice, and it was like, "Oh no, no, no! What is this <laughs> House of Cards? What is this Kevin oh, Spacey?" Oh god! All right, let's go for more questions. All right, um, let me just pop open my Fiona, my um, Princess Fiona. What was your let's Mister Sleepyhead said? Uh, what was your dream job when you were younger? I've always wanted to be on TV or work in movies. That's been my dream since I was a young boy. That's a good answer. I have a nice Not story that you can like, you know, you know when people tell stories about wanting to make movies and you're like, "Oh, that's a good one." Uh I I think I've I might have even told this on the podcast, so I'll make it quick is even when I was like 4 or 5, my dad had a camcorder and I'd make like kind of sketches with my brother and sister and then uh the charger got lost for it and every time I cleaned the house I would desperately look for it because I wanted to make stuff and then I would get older and I desperately want a camera because I wanted to make stuff but um, cameras you know obviously were even expensive then if you want to do a video one do you remember the digital blue um no I do remember into the blue though but I don't know what the digital blue is the digital blue was like kind of a toy but a camera where you could film stuff and then you plug it in and it had software for your computer this is like 2004 or 5 um, and it had it had like shitty special effects on it. But you know, back back at that time, you know, any special effects and when you're a young kid is awesome. And my friend yes. Zach had one. So we'd film a little bit of stuff. But I really never had my own camera until a couple of years ago. And that's why it's so satisfying for me now to make my own stuff. But yeah, that's it's always been my dream to do entertainment stuff. What about you, Gussie Boy? Actually, up until probably the eighth grade or so, I really wanted to be like an FBI agent. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> yeah, kidding. Isn't that weird? I'm kidding. That's awesome. I would have been. I would have sucked ass at that job. Now, um, I wasn't was, laughing uh, at you doing it. I was just. I was going to laugh it's, at whatever I get you it. said. I, I get it. Like, you don't make me look shame. like a dick from the bit. <laughs> I was it's, just. <laughs> it's just. You know, I mean, I understand. I just. I've at this point, I've accepted that. With whatever I'll say, like you'll probably end up turning it towards a body shaming issue, but it's it's just fine. (laughs) Um, so um, try to carry on here. Um, 
I no, I I used to like gr- growing up and stuff. I watched detective shows all the time. You know, you know what really did it for me was the fucking X Files, dude. I, I love. I never the watched the X Files. I missed out. They hold up really well storytelling wise. The graphics are garbage, but well, that's they just really gonna happen. Yeah, dude, 90s sci-fi, come on, dog. <laughs> it looks pretty horrible, like, with the special effects. But, no, like, there's still, I still love them to this day. Screw you, Netflix, for taking them off also. But, um, so, I like, I'd watch all those things, and I was like, oh, dude, I'm totally, want, I just want to be, like, uh, Fox Mulder, dude. I'm going to be the agent when I grow up. And I thought, you know, well, maybe you're, like, a police officer. That would be kind of fun, too. And so then I you went, failed. You failed. <laughs> I, I you failed. I did. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's, that's, that's really great, Eddie. But, <laughs> Me, yes, me and my my body failed, but that's why. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, I remember the week that I decided I don't want to do this anymore. It was um for in eighth grade we had to for our careers class, which was a class we had that was called careers, where we talked about careers in the class. Hence the calling of it. Great name, careers class. I yes, applaud them straight for the name. Straightforward. So. We had to go for a job shadow for a some you know you just had to go like tag along with someone for the job for the day. Yeah, and um, I remember I job shadowed like a police officer. Um, so you went for like a ride along, or did you? Yeah, it was it was like a ride along cool. all day. So I was there with like a clipboard. So I went to the office in the morning, and you know they put a bulletproof vest on me, and I was like, ooh, this okay. And they Great. shot you. They shot you in the chest. They did point blank. This was like a jackass. <laughs> They said, how does it fit? Um, and you said, oh, great. Bam! And you <laughs> dropped. That was, uh, that, was, that was how it went down. Um, so I go and I put the vest on, and I was sitting in the car and stuff. We were driving around all day. And um, the <laughs> there are two things that turned me off of the job. First of all, we get a call over the radio. And I come from a very, very small town where um, I think in a small town there's a lot fewer there's a lot less oversight with stuff. You can do things that you're not usually supposed to do in the real world because no one is really accountable for things. But anyway, I'm riding along this eighth grade kid with a with a um with a clipboard, and we get a call over the radio, and you know dispatch comes in like, ah, uh, we have a domestic uh, issue here. A boyfriend uh, stole a girl girlfriend's car. Um, uh, he he was very physically abusive to her. Ooh, um, no no no. Not, not sure if uh, no word on whether or not he's armed. Um, it was out in the trailer park. If you a uh, few units could go check it out, that'd be great. Gus, Gus, you got to get out there. You're the only one with the bulletproof vest on. Yeah. <laughs> Take this gun, Gus. My pension's uh, really. <laughs> I, I got to keep that in mind. Turn my, the safety on, off. Lift lift the shotgun with your eighth grade arms, <laughs> <laughs> and pray to God you don't miss. So, we're going to respond. For a stolen vehicle and and battery, like call that came down. Okay. Um, so we drive to the fucking trailer park, and I pat we. It was just me and like, and it was, it was like a sheriff's deputy, and um, I was like, uh, "What do you want me to do?" And he says, "Oh, you can just come out behind me." And what? I was like, "What? What, what the fuck?" What? So I go out. <laughs> we get there. And they go out to the, they walk up to the door, like, well, like the dude walks up to the door and I was like, did like, should I stay outside? He's like, nah, just come, just stay behind me. <laughs> so I like walk up to the door and he has to go like force his way into this trailer park or into this trailer. Um, and he's just like, I don't remember the guy's name. Goes, Jamie, Jamie, come here. This is officer blank and blank. And, um, 
<laughs> I was just thinking, like, how the fuck is this, like, oh there's my. no oversight. <laughs> how, who let this happen? So that was pretty, um, I was very afraid, too, because, like, Wait, what, what mean, happened, he, though? Did you just arrest him? Well, I mean, it was a very, um, un, unexciting um, thing. The guy was not there. He had stolen a car, and he had skipped town. Okay. Um, but still, the potential risk of <laughs> having fucking career day Gus and his little poorly fitting what if he got sh- vest. He, I'm just imagining, like, he gets shot. The guy's yeah, in oh another room. He's bleeding out. You're like, what do, what do I do? Hands yeah. you a bloody gun, Gus. You got to get in there, and, and you got to avenge like... me. You're my new partner. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get rid of this guy. Yeah, death scene with the officer in my arms. <laughs> that's insane. I'm not name-dropping name anything for, for clear and obvious reasons because that's probably a terrible career story for somebody. <laughs> the guy is a good guy, but like looking back, I'm just like, oh, that's insane. that is fucked up. Why that's would you do that? so irresponsible. I have but another. Oh, anyway, sorry. well, the second part is a shorter thing. I also then the rest of the day, um, <laughs> the guy just kept talking about like the the like scenes that he had to like show up to, like the worst scenes, and oh, he told me no. like these very gruesome stories. Like he's like, yeah, the worst place thing I ever responded to was um, an old woman like responded. She called in because she heard a big gunshot in her grandson's room. And I like, and she was afraid to go in. And the guy's telling me all this, like explicitly. It's good. He did though, because yeah, because it it. took me right off. He goes there and he's like, um, and he's like, yeah, the worst thing ever is we went into the room and it was all dark. And I took one step in there and, and I stepped right down and I stepped on the kid's eyeball and it blew oh, up under my, no, under no, my no. boot. Oh, no, no, no. Let's end that so I was, story, right? I was going out to the yard and just throwing up. And I just am sitting there. And I'm sorry, that was a very gruesome story. But I wanted to relay to you how fucked up it was that this guy was just, like, sharing all this with me. I'm you glad know, like, I was he did, though. Eighth because grade kid. Yeah, that turned me right the hell off of it. So he's like, now so that sorry. I've told this, your training is done. Now you come into oh, this house God. with me and we're going to take out this guy. Yeah. That was that was totally it. But yep, that was a gruesome story. My apologies, listeners, but God, what? that is that was messed up. What time are we at, by the way? Were you timing? I don't know. Game Fuck. time. Oh, we've been going for about like uh forty eight minutes. Okay, good. Because um, I'm enjoying the cast and I didn't have I any love frame the time frame. Uh so this is a good I got a good story for this one. Uh this is a yep. a question by Angela uh I, I believe Huber is her name or Huber. I I gave I gave it my best shot. I'm sorry. Um, it's favorite high school memory. Did I talk about this on the podcast or just with you? Um, it was uh, the t-shirt thing. I don't know if I did even tell you about it. So I have this friend. Uh, I'm just, I'll name his name Brandon. Not no last names. Who uh, he was one of the people that we in our friend group that we kind of fucked with the most. Not not the most though. He wasn't like you know that kid you shit on. But um. In your friend group, not I'm not a bully, god damn it. But uh <laughs> Brandon uh really didn't like his senior photo. Like uh he had kind of he was standing in kind of an awkward position and he really hated it. So uh I kinda made a meme out of it because it, it was, you know, all in good fun. Like he hated it, but it was like, Oh, like fuck you, you pu-. so I would like just tweet out the picture without uh any like warning or, or any caption or anything like that. It would just be my friend like awkwardly smiling. And, uh, yeah. like other people, he like obviously liked it cause we'd just be like messing around and it was, you know, obviously I just want to make it sure that everyone knows it wasn't like me bullying one of my best friends. It was like a fun thing we were doing. You know, you just fuck with your best friends. 
So yeah, um, just body shame him or whatever. It's yeah, fine. yeah, just like that. So um, for Brandon's birthday, for years we had wanted to just uh, our friend group to come to school with just our on his birthday. Uh, dis, dis, I almost said it. It's it, it was it's in December, so we wanted to come to school the day before we went on winter break every year or on his birthday uh, with his name on our shirts matching shirts with his name with no explanation at all just show up and there's five of us wearing matching shirts with his name and no (laughs) mention so we wanted to do that for years and we didn't so finally senior year his birthday happens to fall on the day we get off for winter break and before i plan i go hey guys let's do this shirt thing but instead of his name let's get his senior picture plastered on the front of our shirts (laughs) and wear shirts of his senior picture to school all of us matching without giving any explanation for any reason. Um, and though I think I forgot what website I used. It was, it was like maybe custom ink or something. And at one point I got a call from one of the people who works there, one of the heads of, of custom ink. And it's this woman, this really nice woman who goes, Hey, um, these shirts you're making, uh, the, the picture is so large that the quality might not be what you want. So w- would you want to make it smaller if it didn't look more blown out? And like she was clearly trying not to laugh at this just blown out <laughs> picture of like five or six shirts ordered of my friend. Um, and I yeah. told her what it was and then she felt OK with like laughing about it. So I worked out with her. We get it shipped. And then one of one kind of like just side friend that wasn't a part of it asked if he could be a part of it as well. Right. She's like, OK, yeah. that's more the more the merrier. This guy fucking the day before we come to school goes like, hey, Brandon, get ready tomorrow. Oh, come on. Dude. I know. I know. And Brandon was like, he texted me and he goes, what's happening tomorrow? And I was like, what? Like, how the fuck does he know this? And he go, I'm not going to name the other guy. Let's say his name was uh, Door. It's not that, though. <laughs> um, so he's like, uh, well, Door said, you know, like, get ready tomorrow. And I had to lie to him and be like, oh, nothing's happening tomorrow. But it took a little bit away from the surprise. But the favorite thing about it was, since I love Korea Smith so much, you know, the days before you get off on break in high school were awesome because nobody cared, especially winter break. Like, I don't yeah. know if my finals were after winter break for some dumb reason. So uh, nobody really gave a shit. So it was just this day where I had nothing to do in school. And it was like this big joke we kind of pulled and – uh like, he loved it, and we all just had a good time that day. And then I remember I went home and played some video games, and it was just, like, my I, my favorite day in high school. Fuck Dora, though. What an ass. Yeah, Dora, it was weird. I didn't understand why he did it. It didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> but what what is your, uh, what is your, what's your favorite high school memory? Well, I was just going to say, too, when you told me about Dora, right now I'm picturing him as that um, stupid kid from the Polar Express that knows everything about trains. <laughs> He's not a stupid kid. He's a know-it-all, Gus. Yeah. He's actually really dumb because then he tries to open his own gift before, and it's like, you know, you're on a magic train. Maybe that's enough. Why are you still thinking about the gift you're going to get tomorrow morning? That's probably the worst character in movie history is the Polar Express kid that knows everything about the trains. I'm, I'm, I might disagree with you. I don't know if that's the worst thing I've seen in a movie, but um, I can't think of any proof right now to disagree, so... I, you know, that one's on you. That's yours. You win. <laughs> I got a... Point Gus. Uh, what? What did you say, bitch? D- 
Did you just say, wait, Gus, wait? No. I said point to you. I just sniffed. Uh, but I said, uh, like, point to you, Gus. All right. Oh, my turn. My best memory of high school is... Ooh, the... I'm not really sure about that one. We can skip I tell that you question what. if you don't have it. Fuck that question. Well, I can tell you my best memory of middle school. It was pretty un- underwhelming. Um, well, actually, I got a good one in terms of a prank. And please stop me for the love of God, Eddie. Stop me if I've told this before, okay? Okay. So it stop. was April Fool's Day. <laughs> Go ahead. It was April Fool's Day, and um, I was a young lad. And I'm not going to name drop, but clearly if you went to school, you're going to know who I'm talking about. But who cares? I live in a small town. There were 60 kids in my class. So, it was April Fool's Day. I was an industrious young lad who liked to engage in the holidays whenever they came around. So, I figured, hey, my fifth grade um, teacher, I'm going to just play a little light-hearted, sweet, savory prank on him. I'm going to uh, go onto his uh, computer that is just always left unlocked. You know, Put just a bunch of bats in his room? Just a bunch computer. of bats. That was a dumb reference. <laughs> oh, All right, go it? ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say... Don't steal material. I, I was planning on saying that was a dumb reference. So don't tell me that I'm stealing when I'm referencing. Just, Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. It's, just, it's content shaming, but that's whatever. So Shut it's, um, <laughs> this is not going to end, Eddie, ever. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, I'm like, ah, I'll just go into his computer and I will change the, I'll, I'll just change the desktop background. You know, it's kind of funny. So I changed it from like, it was like a picture of his kid on a dirt bike to, I think it was Photoshop like, I changed picture it to like, of his kid in a uh, dirt bike crash all mangled and gone. Yes. With coffin included laying by him and his That's name nice. was misspelled. So it was adding insult to injury. That's <laughs> what I put it. So, um, so I changed it to like this picture of like a smiley face or something, you know, what a, what a tame, dare I say unfunny because of how lame and tame it was. That's not funny at all. That's a shit. Not prank. funny at all. I had many more pranks that day, but that was. I'd give the you one a detention for that prank, but not because it was bad, but beca- like not because it hurt people or anything, but just because it was a yes. bad joke. That's very fair, but you know what? I did get in actually severe trouble for doing that. I um he he came back in. He saw that somebody was he and he kept he kept repeating who was on my computer, who went through my computer, and he was getting livid. And I was like, I I did it. I'll like, tell you right choose. now, he has something yes. fucked up on his computer. Ooh, good foreshadowing. He, he my was dude. wait, really? Oh, go ahead. Okay, so like, and he was just living. My mic keeps popping in and out, sensitivity wise. But so I'm trying to adjust for the story. I don't even. I don't care about okay, whatever so, your mic's doing. So he's just like, oh, I had stuff. Don't go on my computer. And I finally came up, and I was just like, Hey, uh, I, I, I changed the desktop background, but I mean, it's, it's no worry because like you can literally go on the desktop and right click. And hit like properties, change the desktop background. Like, you're not even going into their files, and I just was like, I did that, and I didn't, I didn't go into his files at all. And I just, I just did this, and he was pissed. He sent me to the principal's office, what? And, the fuck? and he, he revoked for for the entire rest of the year. He took away my ability to use a computer at school. Period. What I couldn't use f- any wow. computer. Like he would personally oversee that. What the hell? And I was like, and my mom was fucking livid. Like, she is usually very, like, reasonable with this kind of stuff. But she was beside herself, so angry. She did such a bro move, though. She said, like, Gus, 
every assignment, every essay you have, you give them to me. I'm doing them for you. you she's Whoa. like, this is so fucked up. So she just <laughs> type up. She just would type up the stuff, you know, like because yeah, I had yeah. to like type up. So, but we'd go to like computer labs. You know, you remember the computer lab. You yeah. walk down to the computer lab, and we'd have times where it's like, okay, here's English class for an entire hour. Everyone's typing their essays. I couldn't do that. I had to sit That's there humiliating for the rest too. of the year. Oh, my God. It was terrible. Then I find out um, this guy was also um, – he was a coach of mine for one of my sports. Not my dad because my dad's the baseball coach. My dad's a good guy. So this, this goes on. Fifth grade passes. I grow up and stuff. But then suddenly, oh, this this man is fired from his job because he had decades of porn downloaded onto his computer. Fuck and that he was, guy. Dude, yes. And I don't – I'm not even going to – like speculate i don't think it was child stuff because clearly he probably would have seen jail time and stuff yeah but here's just a suggestion to anyone uh who wants to download porn on their work computer don't why would you do that that's a great one you have a a phone and a computer too yeah what's up a good follow-up tip i have is um here's a tip for anyone that wants to download porn period don't is don't don't do that why would you download porn why? There's free websites you just, for it. You can stream it. The, you, you could watch streamed porn from the day that you were 12 years old, and by the time you died, you wouldn't have even watched 0.3% of the porn that was available. Because well, there's streaming. more and more every day. Allegedly, also, I don't know. I just read the Bible. Okay. Well, that's a weird place to look for porn, but I'll, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get away from that real quick. I'll find some. Fuck that guy. For real. Yeah, fuck that guy. What Seriously. a dick. What? So did your mom, like, talk to the administration and he, like, stood by it and was like... Well, here's the weird thing, too, and I don't want to toss other people under the bus because there were some of the some other school people that I really enjoy and have a lot of respect for. But, mm. I mean, it wasn't just a decision that he had alone. Like, it had to go through the principal and stuff. <clears throat> and there was talks, too, like, after it was all done that perhaps the tech guy had known about this for a while and that he had had warnings and stuff. Um, and then when the punishment was actually handed down to me from the principal, you know, not not just the teacher, but the principal reinforced yep. this punishment. And I was like, what the fuck? Who would hand out this punishment? Like, what I think was the kind of conspiracy was that the sco- some administrators, like, knew about it. Like, the tech guy and the principal had heard, like, like someone had gone to the principal and be like, hey, this guy's got fucking porn all over his computer. Mm. And, like, it was just easier to try to, like, shove it under the rug. So you didn't want, like, Gussie JJ going and, like, upsetting, like, the whole balance of the thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. But that was just was so messed up. Can I tell you a, a less messed up middle school story that happened to me? Please do. Okay. So, I had told you last time you were here. When I was in elementary school, the custodian for our elementary school, I knew very well because my mom was a teacher, so she dropped me off for – I don't know what your, you, if you guys had a program for it, but it would be like if your parents had to go to work, you drop the kids off and they'd hang out in the gym for like an hour before class. I don't mm-hmm. know. Well, that was for, for my elementary school. So yeah. the custodian, um, uh, I'm not. I don't know what the damages of naming names will be, so I'm not going to name him. But he was a just a wonderful man. He would hang out with us. He played dodgeball with us. Everyone in the school knew him. He did more than just the custodian stuff. He was involved, and he was like a hero for the school, right? Mm-hmm. So we junior high. There's this uh, uh, another custodian who's just like a quiet guy, but he's really he seems like a really nice guy. And me and a couple of my friends would say hi to him at lunch, right? 
and it became mm-hmm. like sort of a meme as in like he said hi back to us and we'd say hi to him and it'd be like oh hey what's up man and i'm not gonna say his name but like it was like we'd say his name to each other in like like cute nicknames because we thought it was funny that he would like talk to us and we just say it was like a nice like light-hearted thing right he was just like the nicknames thing was like between us we gave a, a grown man a nickname and we thought that was fun right we didn't say yeah. it to anyone it was just between each other we so we just waved to him every day he just have a couple and we'd say hi, hi to him and be nice to him so one day this one of the spanish teachers at my junior high who was famous for being a stone cold bitch um <laughs> she was just really mean to everyone and nobody liked her right so one day we're walking out of lunch and we wave to him and we're like all right see like see ya and she comes like storming toward us and she's like what were you just doing we're like uh give me a fake name right now uh Latrell. for for the, well no it was a oh <laughs> oh middle-aged white guy's name um Tyrell god damn it Gus let's go with <laughs> let's go with Gus so god damn it we were like all right bye Gus you know like that's the custodian's name and he was like wave yes. to us and she goes what were you just doing we we're like we were saying bye to Gus we're leaving lunch and she's like you are making fun of him what and we were like what what are you talking about we say hi to him every day and we say bye to him when we leave she goes you are making fun of him because he has a lower class job and you were making fun of him because he has to do, like, dirty work. And I remember what at the time, ass. I was in eighth grade, I was thinking, like, that's you saying that. That's not me saying that. You're being, like, a bad person by assuming that. So she, like, scr- and I was, I had never gotten in trouble. Elementary school or junior high. Never gotten into true trouble before. And I got sent to the principal's office with my two other friends. And... W- it was like so messed up where I was like, why? She just kept going on and how we were making fun of somebody who was lower class than us. Which, by the way, like my dad works in a factory. What, what am I, fucking Mr. Moneybags, like making fun of people? You know what I mean? Yeah. She has no idea about my home life or anything like that. So uh, no, 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 nothing wrong with people working in a factory. I'm just saying it's a blue-collar job. Um, and my mom's a teacher. So then uh, we were um, – we get sent to the principal's office. We're talking to the vice principal. And I, one of my friends is this really nervous dude. He kind of really awkward guy, right? And the other one's a close friend of mine. So we get into the vice principal's office and I tell him exactly what I just told you, including the elementary school thing, including the saying hi and everything like that, and including the Spanish teacher overreacting, right? Yeah. So because I was talking the whole time, he goes, all right, Eddie, I want you to leave. And this is the what happened with... My my other buddy, who, who Victor, who uh, he's the one you know I told you I visited New York for. So mm-hmm. he's not the nervous one. I won't name the nervous guy's name, but I I get sent out, and according to Victor, he watches me leave. The vice principal then looks at my nervous friend and goes, "That was all bullshit, right?" And then my nervous <laughs> my nervous friend goes, "Yeah." What? Right. So then, like, what the I, fuck, we all dude. get in trouble, and then I get a referral for it, and I had the referral thing is if you got a minor referral, you had to walk around the uh, one of the lunch periods with the trash can and collect the trash for other people. So, like, their thing was, like, he was making fun of a custodian, and now he's doing the custodian's job. Like, ha-ha. But, like, I wow. even talked to him. I walked up to him, and I, like, you know, you don't talk to adults a lot when you're in junior high. I was like, hey, if I, like, offended you, I'm so sorry. Like, we just said hi to you every day. And he's like, I'd, 
I thought nothing of it. I enjoyed you guys talking to me. Like, I don't really get why you guys are in trouble. And, like, yeah. so I was just furious at this other friend of mine who just said that I was basically trying to deceive my vice principal. And then my vice principal for the rest of my junior high thought I was just this conniving asshole who lied oh about making fun of a janitor. Did and you it was, keep staying friends with that kid that I was never out? super close with him. He went to elementary school and junior high with me. But it was just yeah. like a what the fuck happened? Like, Victor thought it was hilarious kind of after we had gotten, like, years later where he's like, yeah. You just he just said yeah because he got nervous because a authority figure <laughs> asked him and he just said yeah he was lying. That it was the just, most dude. Tear your hair. I left it going okay. I explained myself. I'm not going to get in trouble. I think I really like I really laid it out for them. And then yeah, he just fucking said I was bullshitting. Again, I want to like anyone who's listening who might think like oh is Eddie changing this genuinely? It was a very like it was all genuine. I know I just said genuine, but uh, genuinely. But when we were saying hi, it was totally like lighthearted, not even like fun. We weren't making a joke. We were just trying to make this guy's day better, and he was making ours better by saying hi to us. It was yeah. just like the most tear your hair out moment I've had of my childhood was just him like going, "Yeah, he lied." That's so stupid. I know it was fucking ridiculous. I got a good spicy one for you. Let's hear it. This is at Ted Cruz Grande. Um, Ted Cruz Grande asks, what is your biggest regret in life? Um, do you want me to answer? <laughs> if that's too big of a scope, I've got a specific answer for what's my biggest regret on YouTube so far. Oh, I have I have just a nice answer to the overall, and then I want to hear you, your YouTube one, right? Tell me your overall, yeah. Obviously, there's small regrets and stuff, but at the point in my life that I'm at, and Gus, I think you might agree with this too, where we're going right now is exactly where I'd hoped I'd be going at this age. The the way yeah. the where I'm heading is better than I had hoped. So when I think back to any time that I regretted something or anything like that, I just think of it like where where I am now is because of things that I did when I was younger. When I thought I wasn't like funny enough or when I thought I was when I was a chubbier kid, like that stuff, that all went into the person that I am right now and the place that I'm in right now and I'm just enjoying it. So biggest regret I don't think I have one because I think that every stepping stone in my life whether it was you know uh, like a, a misstep or a regular one I think it aided to where I am right now and I'm I'm very very happy right now that's a good answer I like that thank you I would thanks. say well sorry go ahead I don't <laughs> thanks I don't really live with a lot of regret for any specific thing I I guess not really biggest regret, but one regret that I do have is I wish that I would have continued running right out of high school because, like, I went from being a three-sport athlete in high school to suddenly doing zero physical activity. And, um, I mean, I've put on some pounds since high school. I don't think it's, like, danger mode or anything. I'd love to shed some more weight. Um, and I just need – I know that um, it'll be easy to get back into the ro- routine once I'm back into it. Starting anything is difficult. But if you think about but, it, like, butterfly effect-wise, Gus – if you yeah. had been running, you probably wouldn't be where you are with YouTube because you'd be dedicating other attitudes to, I mean, other time and and things to running. You know what I mean? Like you have time to lose weight now if you want to, or start running again, and now you have this, you know, YouTube audience that you wanted. Okay, cool. I'll keep eating then. Thanks, man. Yeah, uh, that's not what I said. Uh, I said you could start <laughs> running now. <laughs> But I mean, it just would have been so easy to have. I had such a kick-ass momentum built up coming right out of high school. Like I could run five miles, no problem. Like there weren't like killer times, but like 
I could clock probably like I could run a 5k in like I think my best time was like 1820 was mm-hmm. my five best 5k and that's that's pretty good for just some high school kid um but when so I wish I would have just we'll kept run together oh I'm sure yeah and I'll be healthier too because we're gonna eat jack shit to survive um, by that you mean Jack's pizza Yes, that's, that's chicken and rice with precisely. hot sauce every day. If you want to lose Dude, weight and you don't want to, and you don't, not, I'm not talking to you here, even though I know you're down. If anyone's like, oh, I, I keep getting really hungry, and I, but I want to eat healthy. It's not obviously you can go to healthier things, but a low calorie thing that fills you up is some uh, microwave rice. You know, we're not getting fancy here. You can make it quick. Plain chicken breast and some Frank's uh, red hot buffalo sauce. It's awesome. It's really good. That does sound tasty. Yeah. All right. So keep going. I'm sorry. You had a YouTube regret too as well. Yes. So here is my biggest YouTube regret. Um, this is a time where I felt very, very embarrassed and like just kind of confused by the whole thing. So, oh, wait, oh and this, I don't know if I told I this before. Is? is this the uh, working man one that oh, I told no, you? Oh, no. I thought you, you've told the bird on the podcast, I believe. Oh, the bird one. <laughs> that's I was yeah, like, that's your biggest YouTube regret? I mean, it was maybe no, a misstep. That, but, all right, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, those oh, dumb. guys, if you're so, missing out, uh, Gus poured water on a dead bird, so just judge him on that one. Now go ahead, Gus. Yeah, boy, God, that still makes <laughs> me mad that everyone else got it. it. The worst part is I didn't see it, too. Like, most of the time I'd be able to, like, understand, oh, oops, that was that was a dumb idea. I poured water on a dead bird for a video. Fucking chill out. I didn't kill the bird. People were like, well, it looked like you had maybe killed the bird. I mean, <laughs> well, it looked like you had maybe killed no, the bird. I love that idea. We're like, <laughs> if I made a, a, a video with like roadkill in it where they'd be like, did you kill it just for the video? Of course not. I'm not a sociopath. Yeah, goddamn. The whole video, it wasn't a funny video. That's my biggest crime is it was a dumb joke. But it was just there was a dead bird on the ground. The camera was zoomed in on it. It zoomed out to me pouring a cup of water on it, and then I sprayed a little hand sanitizer on it, and I just turned to the camera real serious, and I just said, he needs to rest. Again, like, I'm just I like, wouldn't have done that, but I wouldn't be offended by it either. Yeah, like it's it's not – my biggest crime is that it's a lame video. It's not super funny, but it yep. was just like I put it up for a couple hours. Talk about like 50% downvote rate, damn. honestly. Well, also, yeah, I don't know what damn. the visuals were because I feel like maybe a dead bird's a little shocking. But I'm sorry I brought up the dead bird. What's the working man thing? <laughs> anyway, though, but the working man thing is um, so a couple years ago, not this – I don't think it was this last summer. or It was the summer before, but I was a lot smaller than I was before or than I was right now. And um, I was going to do a meetup for the final Working Man shoot. If you guys aren't familiar, there's a lot of, a lot of you new people. Um, the wor- I did a series called The Working Man Series. I think you shouted out last series. podcast, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Go check it out. Check out The Working Man Series. But anyway, for the final episode, I, I was looking to try to get anywhere between 30 and 50 people to, to show up for the final scene of the series. And luckily, we had that. We had about like 40, 40 to 50 people. I should have counted. Um. But I needed a lot of people, so I put out an announcement video. Again, I was a lot smaller. I put out an announcement video, and I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to be doing this um, on this date. If you can come, um, send me an email to RSVP, and I'll put you on the list, and we'll go from there. So that's part one. Also around that same time, I was doing a thing on my channel called Music Fridays where I would dig into my reservoir of um, – music that I had recorded and I would put out just basically a video list music video on every Friday I'd just upload a little graphic and I'd put the song out just so I could share some of my music 
Um, they weren't super popular, like in terms of views and stuff, but people were very kind about them. Now, when I was, this was a long time ago too, where I was still in the mode where like, I'd, I'd go in and I'd take a lot of stock in the comment section. So I upload, I upload a song and I go and I check the comments a couple hours later and there's this one comment that, you know, at that point in time, you get a nasty comment and it makes you feel like, ah, oh, damn it. But it doesn't really yeah. like, get really you. Really early on. It's like, oh shit. Oh dude. Somebody every negative, negative comment along? sucks when you're like super early on. Cause then you what think, we're like, saying is oh, we're dude. very big on YouTube now, guys. And we know what we're talking <laughs> <laughs> Says the so, guy who just doubled his subscriber count <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> you know what guys at this point of time, since I've had a, you know, for a while I've had a, a commentary videos that are over a hundred thousand views. So let me tell you <laughs> my perspective on it. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, oh, I didn't mean to sound like a douche with the numbers. No, you, did, you didn't. I just wanted to make you sound like a dick. I was body shaming you. Thank you, thank you. That now you've acknowledged the joke and it's officially extinct. Good meme. <laughs> um, so I was, I was you know, Music Friday. I put up this piece of music, and definitely I worked very hard on the music. So I was a little more like my my heart was on my sleeve, boys. Um, but I go into the comment section and I see the saddest comment I ever did see. It was like a large three-paragraph comment of the most just personal, and the worst part it was is that it was well-worded. You know, like no spelling mistakes, grammatically correct. Okay. And it was the most, like, personal, directed, just, like, specific, like, this is the most, like, the guy was saying, like, this is the most um, just embarrassingly horrible try-hard music I've ever seen. You have no wow. future doing anything musically like you sh like he said the bottom line is this is laughable you should feel ashamed of this stuff please Jesus for the love of god Christ, stop man. and i just was like w i was so b blindsided you know by why it too, though like obviously you know now the only reason why someone would write something personally that mean was because they had something bad happening in their life and they wanted to take it out on someone. Because even if it was you, even if I hate somebody, well, one, I never leave negative comments and I barely ever dislike unless somebody's doing wrong or something wrong on YouTube. But like, if I think somebody's bad, I don't say it. And if I were someone who'd say it, you'd just say like, "Oh, I think this is bad." But n for somebody to say like, "You have no future in this," blah blah blah, they're clearly very insecure about themselves. It was just the most, I mean, it was three paragraphs too. And I was so, so just like, up. and it, it really genuinely hurt me. Like it made me really mad. And I was just like, I felt so crushed by it too. Um, so I made the very foolish mistake of engaging with the person. Oh no, no, no. And, I, and yeah, totally. I mean, but, and I said, definitely I had the opportunity to first of all, ignore them or take the high ground, but I just took the low road and I just shit on them. I, I went in and I believe the line that I said was something along the line. <clears throat> was something along the lines of like, um, I was like, um, you, I don't know. I said like, I know that you're watching this right now because you already must be a fan of my channel because this isn't going to be posted anywhere else. So I just want you to know that you're not welcome here. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, just know that for the rest of your life, I dislike you. I don't want you to be a part of my Ooh. life, and I and like you. So that was very shitty of me to no, say. No, no, no. Well, here's the thing. One is yes. very shitty of them to do. You at the level you were, you were putting something that you made out there that you believed in, 
and he just yes. shit on you. So to say that, say you're not welcome there is fine. Like, that's fine. It's just like I'm trying to picture that person too. Maybe they're just mean, but I was thinking of them as like really insecure. But at that time, you don't think about that. You're like, somebody just said something so mean to me. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. But it's not mean, like a it's terrible retaliation. You didn't say anything that was actually bad. You were telling the truth when you said it. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that, too. But, I mean, very self-admittedly, it was really – I felt embarrassed after I said it, too, because the line – I was so personal. And I said, like, just, yeah, like, know wherever you are, whatever you choose to watch in the future, just know that wherever you are, I dislike you. I don't like you. Mm-hmm. You know, like – like, and so it was so personal. Like, super shitty. I shouldn't have hit back at all. But uh-huh. anyway – I uh, saw that I he did it, and, and I had a chance to correct myself, too, because the next video I put out on Monday, you know, was like another, like a goofy meme thing. Yeah. And that guy chimed in with a positive comment. I remembered him. He chimed in. He's like, hey, Gus, great video. And I had the chance to take the high road again. Yeah. But I went in, and I commented, and I said, I said, what are you doing here? I told you to leave. You're oh, never welcome no. here again. Oh. Get out of here. What did he do? Did he I say blocked. anything? I blocked him right after that, but I got my comment in. And, and and again, too, I just was like, why the fuck did I do that? That was so shitty. I mean, um, it's it's an insecure moment thing, Gus, but it's not. Yes. It comes from a place that's pretty justified of he said something just really mean to you just to shit on you and just to make you feel bad. So that's why does true, he get I mean, to come back and be like, hey, great video. Love this one. Yeah. And I mean, who knows? It could have been some kid, though, honestly, that yeah. had that spurt of, of arrogance. That that's why I usually never get young. into stuff yeah i, it's, I it's, really hate oh, when fuck. people are say something that's wrong like yeah. I, you know that where it, if i ever engage with somebody that's being negative it's usually because they'll say like something that i believe is fundamentally wrong not like you're bad but it would be like hey in this video when you said this this is what you meant and i'm like no no that's not what i said or meant and you misconstrued it but yeah. um what's our time but really do you want to hear um, we're, we're going to wrap up after this one pretty quick. Here. Okay. I remind um, me I have something but, to say after that, but go ahead. Yeah, sure. But I, this isn't even the kicker though, Eddie, this okay, is not the kicker. Oh, no. So after, after I did all this stuff, I go back two weeks later into my inbox to start collecting the working man RSVPs and I oh, pop open an email no. message and it's from this guy that had left the comment and he said, it was something along the lines of he said, hey, Gus, my name is – I don't remember his name. I'll call him Trevor or something. He's like, um, hey, Gus, my name's Trevor. Um, I just want to let you know that m- myself and my little brother were huge fans of your work. And I don't have a lot of money, but I've been saving up, and we're going to drive six hours to come to your working what? man finale to meet you. What? I'm so confused. Why would he shit on you so much then? And I was just like, dude, as soon as I saw that, I felt like the biggest piece of shit in the entire world. Yeah. You know? I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Because I was so simultaneously, like, ashamed of myself, but then also, like, even more mad at him and confused where it's just like, well, dude. <laughs> yeah, why would, did <laughs> he fuck? show up? Did not show up. Okay. Totally did not show up. And I had already blocked him. I, I sent him a long email message he was message playing the long back. game? What if he was making was, you feel yeah, bad on purpose? God damn, dude. Yeah, That'd be that was, genius. That was true commitment. But, I mean, I sent him a big email after I saw that, and I just – I said two things. I said, first of all, I'm really – I'd like to apologize. That was very inappropriate of me to say such a personal thing back at him, back at you. But at the same time, understand that what you said was incredibly hurtful, 
and completely unnecessary, and it hit me in a sensitive spot. But And he didn't reply at all. I never heard Ooh. from him again, but I just felt like such a huge piece of shit, and that's undoubtedly my biggest regret on YouTube. I understand that's a real regret because that had nothing to do with you growing you know what I mean? Where it's like, well, I guess still that yeah. you learn from that to one, not engage because these people can be sad and also big fans. I just don't get people lashing out at people. They enjoy their content of. It just doesn't make yeah, sense. I to never me. understood. That. All right. So we're wrapping up soon, but I got a couple things to say really quick. There was one question, Gus, if you can find it really quick, somebody was asking about meetups and I don't know who did it. So I think it was, um, or the guy I mispronounced. It's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's just, Eamon or Eamon? E-man. 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 His name's Eric, so it's the E in Eric. Um, oh, cool. He's a patron of both of ours. Cool guy. Uh, Thanks, my dude. So, um, before, actually, before I say that, if you want to uh, support our Patreons, we have two separate Patreons that are our own names. Uh, we need it. You know, we're getting into this YouTube game. <laughs> so if you want to become a patron, do that. Uh, it, it would help us out greatly, and we love you. All of our patrons, you're spicy people. We love you. But... Links uh, in the description down below. Gus, I'm thinking about, and I'm telling you this now out of nowhere, if there is enough interest for it, if people listen to the podcast, the next time Gus comes here, we were thinking about making a Gus and Eddie go to Chicago video. Gus, I think that would be a good time if there was interest to do a meetup in downtown Chicago. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. I think if there were people going, we could probably make a, some good content out of it, but that's me just throwing it out there would be probably the next time we did something, right? That's a meetup-like thing? Yeah, yeah, that we'd probably reconsider when we start going out to there. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, I just wanted to throw it out for interest-wise. We don't know the date yet or anything like that, but if you're in the area and you're interested, uh, tweet at us, um, comment on our videos or whatever, comment on the podcast, say you're interested. Um, I think it's time to wrap up, Gus. There's a lot of good stories today, ones that we hadn't shared with each other before. Yeah, I, it felt very cleansing. There was a lot of talk of regret and, and big real-worldly things. That was a fun one, though. I like this. Yeah, a little, good, little bit of a, a darker podcast, but, you know, I think in yeah. a good way. So, guys, we'll, we'll get back to it. The podcast is back weekly, you know. We're doing our, doing our thing. Hopefully, we'll have a guest next week. We don't know yet. We have guests lined up. That's the thing. We're not bullshitting you when we tell you that. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, you want to you wanna close this out, guests? I sure do want to close this out. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for for watching here. I'm just checking to see. Oh, Eddie, you might have a little a little bit of microphone scrubbing you're gonna to have to do at the end of my audio track. But oh, no, why, so why, bless why? You. Thank you. I don't know, but it's just just because God made us this way. But thank Gosh, you so I much for scrub listening. your audio. I will kill myself. <laughs> Thanks for watching okay. the podcast, everybody. <laughs> this is the bit where I do Suicide Seinfeld right before we close out, and then Gus closes it out. Thanks for watching. Uh, uh, donate to the Patreons. Uh, uh, I'm gone. Gus, do that. Do go, go, ahead, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Uh, what? Okay, I'm ready, Eddie. Um, so thanks so much for watching. Here's our patent pending um, tune. Um, so thanks for watching, and... Good night.